Hi, everybody. This is Andrea Patrick, and you are listening to PB in Style, the podcast to be if you are looking to have clarity, consistency, and authenticity in your brand. On today's show, I have one of my favorite people from Chamber, Miss Monica Steiner, and you will see as we get into this conversation why she was the perfect choice for this podcast, but I'm going to give you a little background on her anyway. Monica is the owner of Lifestyle Solutions, and there she focuses on fitness, nutrition, positive mindset as the key to productivity, to enhance energy, and long-term good health. Now, if that were not enough to help you get started in this new year, Monica is a two-time world women's physique bodybuilding champion. All right, guys, so I can't wait to show her the picture. Show you guys the picture because, I mean, it's just phenomenal. And if that weren't enough, she is also the perfect person for this podcast because she is a broadcasting journalist by trade. So she is not shy to the camera or the microphone. So you guys are all in for a treat. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Welcome, Miss Monica. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you with that amazing introduction. My goodness, I want to meet this person that you've got on your podcast. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I happen to know her, so I may just introduce you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. So welcome. And, you know, it's, it's so interesting because we are at the beginning of a new year. Mm-hmm. And very exciting because I don't know, I, I think you were saying maybe I'm your first podcast of you the are, year. You are, you are my first podcast. Perfect right? first podcast. That's wonderful. Perfect. You know, podcast. a lot of people make these New Year's resolutions and, mm. and whatever it is. And and health and fitness, I think, are one of the top. I think it might be number one. I mean, I, I honestly, think you're right. I believe you know, it's who number one. You say, oh, I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to yes. get fitter. I'm going to lose, no, lose, I'm gonna lose 30 pounds. <laughs> yeah. The problem with that is that those, to me, are such impulsive New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. It's December 31st, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to make a New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. So you say, okay, I'm going to lose weight. The problem is we haven't thought it out. Mm -hmm. And by January 15th, January 21st, we're already at McDonald's. (laughs) Yes. Not only are we at McDonald's, but all those gym memberships that went skyrocketing Mm -hmm. up in January end up empty Mm -hmm. by February. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So while good thoughts to Mm -hmm. do that, maybe the wrong way about doing something that's going to last and that's going to be important for you. And and that goes for any goal that you're making. And that brings us to the whole reason I wanted to have you on the show. Because we, um, as a society, Mm -hmm. as you said, we... December 31st comes around and we're all about the New Year's resolution. And guys, I know there are some of you who say, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I don't know. Okay. But your vision board probably has a goal on it that would probably be the equivalent to a New Year's resolution. But the, the challenge I think happens is the mindset shift that needs to happen. And that's why I wanted to have you on because first of all, to have these two time world championships, the mindset you had to have to attain that goal, first of all, you really had to define it and like stay yes. in the lines of it. 
but there had to be a mindset change. And I think that you are the perfect person to have this conversation with because it's not just about a weight loss goal or attaining a mm-hmm. championship. This whole idea of mindset change really goes across all areas of our life. I agree with you. And I think, you know, first and foremost, I've got to say, it's never too late to be great. Tell everybody when you started. This was great, guys. I started, I mean, I didn't start doing the fitness side of it and going to the gym regularly the way I do until 10 years ago. Oh, my goodness. And I was 45 years old when I did that. Oh, my gosh. Does that not give you guys hope? um, Like, I'm 46, (laughs) so I'm thinking, I can do it. I still have time. There is. There is. And, you know, it's it's about, it has to become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It really does. This is so true. And when you're talking about goal setting and attaining any goal that you want, I really believe there are five steps in order to do that. And that goes for fitness, it goes for career, uh, that may be in your personal life, whatever goal that you're setting. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you need to do is figure out, where am I now? You know, what? where am I, um, let's say we're talking about fitness. So. What is my health? What is my fitness state? What am I eating? What am I doing for any kind of physical activity? So it's, it's and you really, got to be honest with you yourself. Have to be that is 100% the key. So guys, honest. that's where that personal branding piece comes in. You've got to know yourself and be honest with who you are and where you are right now. I tell a lot of my clients when when initially I ask them, okay, I, I want you to write down, you know, for a week. What have you been eating? What have you been drinking? What time have you been doing? I said, there's no right or wrong. This is not for me to come Mm -hmm. and say, oh my gosh, you've been doing. No, it's just to get a feel for what is your lifestyle? Mm -hmm. What are your habits? Because if I'm going to come in later on and say, okay, we're going to change and do this and this and this. I can't come in and say from one day to another, I'm going to turn your world around Mm -hmm. and you are not going to eat any of what you have Mm -hmm. been before. And I'm going to give you exactly... 180 degree of something different to do because you know what you'll do it for a week or two but it will not become something that you can sustain the other the other side of that coin is they don't tell you all the information and you assign them these things and don't even know about you know the oreo cookie stashed in the cabinet and you you don't achieve the goal that you want and you know, it's because you weren't honest with the person that was trying to help you. Yeah, I, and I think that that's a great, great point. So, you know, that that second step in that those five steps mm-hmm. would be, know where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. What is it that you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. And it's not just about saying, I want to be healthier. I want to lose weight. Uh, I want to get a better job. I would. What exactly does that mean? Yes. You know, define or, or, it. Yeah, but make it clearly. a smart goal. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, give it a specific, specific period of time. measurable, achievable. Uh, um, uh, oh gosh, now, now you got me. Uh, realistic, realistic, and, and timed. Timely. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's it. So you have to have that goal where you say, okay, and and don't and, and by realistic, don't say I want to lose thirty pounds by next month. Yeah. that's ridiculous. No. So if you say by December thirty first of twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. I want to lose, and you give me exactly how much weight and how you're going to do it and why you want to do it. I mean, you've got to have all that in your mind because at the end of the day. Why is this goal important to you? Mm-hmm. You've got to define what what happens if you make a goal and you don't achieve it or you don't put the steps that you need to put in into place. doing it. Mm-hmm. Who's going to suffer? What? Who's going to miss out? Who's going to lose? I've had people coming to me saying, 
you know, Monica, I need to lose 50 pounds because I am, you know, let's say 100 pounds overweight. I have a two-year-old. I can't do the things that I love doing with my two-year-old. I can't be there for her. And by losing this weight, I'll be able to play, run mm-hmm, around, mm-hmm. take her. So all of a sudden, if that particular client does not obtain the goal that they're setting, mm-hmm. not only do they lose out, but their but child, their child mm-hmm. loses out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these are the kinds of things that you've got to think, you know, who who is my goal affecting? What what are the benefits of it? And who's going to suffer? What's going to happen if I don't achieve that goal? Mm-hmm. So the third step mm-hmm. would be make a plan. Yeah. And that is so, and that's how, that's why guys, what she's talking about, this whole mindset shift and setting these goals and understanding these five steps is this applies to everything in business. Yes. If you want the success that you have been, you know, dreaming about all these years, you've got to start with the end in mind. What's this end game? Yep. And then like she says, in this, this third step, third step, you got to know what is the plan? Here we go. What's yep. the plan? How yep. did we set this plan? I mean, plan? Ju- just like with anything else, if you want to learn a language, you know, what's the best way to learn it? Well, it might be immersion. It might be taking classes. Mm-hmm. It might be and and how many times a week and what do you want? So it's it's making the plan. And, and that's where I come in mm-hmm. a lot of times as, as a trainer or a coach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in making that plan. I mean, I'm, I'm part of somebody's plan in what right, they want to do. Right. But that I'll set it out for them nutritionally, um, uh, exercise, physically. And, and then that mindset is very important because because it's about having the, you know, what's your support system? Who's going to help you through it? Who's going to understand? And right. there'll be times, that's another thing, little digression. We say, oh, this is my goal. And all of a sudden, one day, we'll, we'll stick with the, the eating or, or the, <laughs> the losing weight. And then one day, I've got a lot of stress at work, mm-hmm. and then maybe I have something happen in my family mm-hmm. or stressed out to the max. And I succumb to that chocolate cake, and I don't just have one bite of it. You get the whole cake. I get the whole cake, (laughs) and I enjoy it. And then after it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I ate that chocolate cake. There's still a bag of of potato chips in that pantry. I already already did it. I might as well just finish it out. Yeah. And that is the worst thing that to yourself you can think Mm -hmm. of. You know what? Mm -hmm. If you've got one of those down days and you do it, fine. So be it. Every single day, just like you're saying, new year, new you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe in new day, new you. New you. Mm. Um, if, if something like that happens, you say, okay, today was a bad day. Next day, you just pick yourself right where you were up and you get back on track. And, and I think that also know. goes back. We're going to just rewind all yeah. the way back to knowing yourself because when you do... What you're talking about is what I call like this the pendulum is going to swing way in the direction you don't want it to go. But when you really are clear on the goal, yes. and who you are and you're honest, yes. you can always use that as your center and bring the pendulum back to balance before you go to the potato chips after the chocolate cake. You can say, "Oh, oh I had that chocolate cake. I know I shouldn't have that chocolate cake." Okay. I can't have the potato chips. Let me go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Let me have a glass of water. Yep. But that is you knowing yourself and allowing yourself the bad moment, mm-hmm. but then swinging yourself back to pendulum because your 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 goal is what is most Very important. Very true. And I think that brings it even back to the lifestyle and making sure that whatever it is that you are going to do. Let's say um, if you decide, okay, I'm going to get healthier this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do more exercise. I'm going to eat better. 
first of all, and that's why I do ask my clients, what have you done or what, you know, when you get up in the morning, do you do any kind of exercise? Do you walk the dog? Do you go walking with your kids? Are, are you in the car all the time? Are you behind a computer all the time? Who is dependent on you? Those are very, very important questions because when you set something up for them, you want to make sure that it fits into your lifestyle. Right. Because if it does, you're going to follow through with it. Right. So if it doesn't thing, and you run into obstacles at every turn, you're right. not going to stick. Of course, you've got to make changes, but you can't be drastic in the right. changes that you make. They have to be made slowly. Right. And as you gain more energy and as you get feel healthier and you see some weight going off, you're like, oh my gosh, I love this. I want more. And it's you that is saying, I want more. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody else that's mm-hmm. telling you, you need to change this. You need to you know, not eat that. Yes, eat that. So when it comes to foods... If there are some very specific foods mm-hmm. that you can't deal without at all, and they, you know, it might be that sugar in your tea, you know, and, and I, I talk about hot tea because I lived in Europe for many years. So, you know, when people talk about tea, they talk about cool. I talk about nice hot, hot tea. tea. And, and for See, me, I'm from the South. If you yeah. say no sugar in the tea, I'm like, just drink water. What's the point? Why are we drinking unsweetened tea? You just know, drink water. So, it might be that. It might be needing or having that maybe one little piece of chocolate at night before you go to bed. Who knows what it is? Those are the things that you need to keep in there because those are the things that are going to make you follow through with the rest of the changes. You know, it's, it's sort of like that comfort food. But again, if you take everything away... All of a sudden, the, the, the idea, the thought. Have, have you ever been through a fast at all? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where you may go, like today you were saying, man, my stomach is yeah, growling. I haven't <laughs> eaten. And, you know, it's already afternoon yeah, practically. Mm-hmm. And you haven't even thought about it. But because you're working, you haven't eaten yeah, all day. That's right, right. Now, if I tell you tomorrow, okay, Andrea, tomorrow you're going to fast from morning until 5 o'clock the in the afternoon. The thought of fasting. You're going to Triggers. be so starving and everything. So these are the kinds of things, too. And you don't yes. want to create that when you tell somebody you can't do this and this. Exactly. We automatically want to do it, even if it, it didn't bother us beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, too. Now, number four, number four. On, that, on that plan, once you've made your plan, follow the plan. This is the most mm-hmm. important thing to do. We can spend hours making, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this and this. Just look at it. And that's why it's important to be realistic when we go back to like just the smart goal in the first couple Mm -hmm. of steps is this really being realistic about what it is you want to do for your goal. I think, too, a point that you made a second ago, I think we've become such a instant gratification society that the idea of waiting on the weight loss. Yeah. And taking it slowly mm-hmm. and really just making those subtle changes at first until you build up momentum. Think I think that that is where we really fall short because everybody wants it right now. I mean, how many fad diets do you see? Give me Liz? the pill. Just give me the yeah. pill. Give, give me, the, you know, the concoction, the magic, potion, whatever that may be. But that the can't be like that has to be a part of the mindset change. Yes. To be this new you it in the new year. Time. You've got to recognize, accept the fact that it's going to take time and your journey's not going to look like somebody else's journey. Amen. It's a journey. 
and you've got to enjoy every little bit of the journey and mm -hmm. even enjoy the setbacks because mm -hmm. there will be. Mm -hmm. But that's part of what you're doing. Right. Managing expectations. Yep. You've got and to do learning that. how to adapt. Yes. A lot of us don't realize we, we think that we get to a point where we have a sticking area or we get into a roadblock. OK, that's the end of the road for me. That That's as far as I can go. Mm -hmm. um, I've hit a plateau, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's health and fitness, whether it's your career, whether it's, you know, something that, that's going on in your family. And so we say, well, we accept instead of sort of adapting, adapting changing around. Oh I mean, my I, gosh. Oof. Our pastor said something a couple of weeks ago, and he said the difference between being tenacious and mm -hmm. being persistent, I okay. think. I think it was persistent. But he said persistence is where you just keep doing it. You just keep doing the same thing over and over again. You're being, you just do the same thing. Right. Tenacious, however, is when you move forward, but you adapt to change. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to move sideways and it's okay in order to, to find that spot yes. that you can just keep yes. on moving forward. And so I love that definition because it really puts things into perspective. You know, they say the same, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Right. You know, so, but some people take that as I'm going to be persistent. Because if they say, if I keep going, if I keep doing, if I keep digging, right. I'm eventually going to get there. And yes. To a degree, that's true, but you have to adapt, like what you're saying, because you have you have to move forward. But like you said, sometimes you have to move over before you can move up. So that's the adapt. I'll piece. tell you a little story. I was 19 years old, uh, just starting out at the University of Texas at Austin. Um, and in those days, it, it was broadcast journalism that I was studying. So I thought, you know what? I... I might be in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, I want to be a war correspondent and do all, all sorts of those daring kinds of wow. things. Wow. So I decided to go ahead and join a martial arts school. I thought, you know, for, for self-protection might okay. be a good thing. Ended up with a husband out of there. But that, <laughs> He's pretty but awesome, that, too. That's beside the He's point. He's not my daughter. So I was this white belt coming in literally two months, three months maximum into martial arts. Um, and there was this big, huge guy. We were practicing sweeps. And he came up and he swept me, in a way, purposely the wrong way. Uh -oh. It was at least three times my size. Uh -oh. And, and uh, tore my ACL, <gasps> my left ACL, completely. Oh, my So 90% torn ACL at the age of 19. I went to the health center over right. there. And they looked at me and they said, how old are you? I said, 19. And I couldn't believe this. The doctor said, ah, another couple of years, you really won't be that active anymore. And you'll probably get married. And, oh, my. Um, so, yeah, you won't be able to do martial arts anymore. You will probably not be able to do a lot of things. But as long as you can walk, I'd rather not, uh, no surgery. Because oh, ACL surgery back in those days was not the best. This is crazy. I heard this, and I thought to myself, I've got to prove this doctor wrong. There you go. So this was when I was 19. I feel now at the age of 53, I am, well, and, and it did take me, it took me six years. Mm -hmm. But when I finally got my black belt in martial arts, mm. I felt, okay, doc, now tell me. Let me show you my black belt. But what <laughs> I had to do is I had to adapt because I could not kick in certain ways. I could not put certain weight on mm, my leg. Mm -hmm. But instead of giving up, I said, okay, 
how can I adapt and what can I do to continue moving forward? That's um, a great story. It, it, you know, it's, it's something that really, really kept me going with things, with things like that. So now, even looking back, I, I actually both ACLs tore oh a few years later because I put so much stress on the on other one. one. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't do anything with it until 28 years after that, about five years ago, I finally had both knees repaired. Now, my left is better. My right was probably better before the surgery. But literally nine weeks after the surgery of one of them, I competed. (gasps) <gasps> in uh, part of the bodybuilding that I did. Oh, and and once again, it's, it's the mindset. It's being able to adapt and knowing what you can and can't do. It's a lot of prehab as opposed to waiting until after surgery right, right. to do rehab. Of course, right. they're both important. But it, it's knowing your body and allowing yourself to say, hey, this is a lifestyle. If I can't do A... I might be able to do C or D or B or, you know, just keeping on going. And, and throughout this conversation, we have continued to go back to you have to know yourself because yes. that helps you know. You knew yourself well enough to know that, look, this dude does not know me and I'm going to do what I'm going to do and get what I want to get regardless of what he said. But you have to know yourself. Again, the pendulum had, it may have swung in the wrong direction, but you brought it back to center and you were yes. able to get done what you wanted to get done. And that is, I think, another reason why I really want to talk to you. I didn't know all of this, but just the conversations that, you know, seeing you when you did your presentation at Chamber and just seeing just all the different things, the conversations that I've heard you have. And your husband is a chiropractor and you're always talking about health and wellness. We'll get to some of the things she has going on, guys, that you can (laughs) listen to in a bit. But just knowing, like, these are things, I know you had to have a certain mindset to achieve the things that you've achieved so in this new year, I really wanted to start it off with you because I wanted people to understand that this whole concept of new year, new you, it's an old thing. We've heard it for year year after year after year. But do really do people really understand what it takes to be the new you in the new year? And this mindset shift that you're, we're talking about in this conversation is, in my opinion, 99% of what you need to do as your new you. And so you've given us four steps. What was the fifth step? That fifth step is celebrating your successes. Awesome. It is a journey. And you're going to have, you may have that end goal in mind, but in between that beginning and that end goal, there are going to be all sorts of little milestones and accomplishments. And it's important to be able to celebrate them as you go along. So many times... You know, we, we have this end goal in mind and, and we're working towards it and achieving, but we don't give ourselves credit or pat ourselves on the back for the progress that we are making. Yeah. So really, really important. That, to I really that. I really needed to hear that because I'm I'm training for a five K. I've I've done it in the past. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Pray, pray, pray for me. For when, I will, I will, and you're doing um, great. We're gonna do it um May okay. Cinco de Mayo, actually. Very nice. Yeah. Um but I, I have I've ran one in the past, okay. but I was just talking to my husband about the pressure I put on myself to run the entire thing. And I'm bringing this up because you just talked about the small milestones mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah. I ran that race years ago, right? Okay. So for me to put the pressure on myself to be able to run the whole thing is ridiculous. Now, is it possible? Absolutely. Of course. But I should celebrate 
just if I would pause a second and celebrate the decision to do it. Amen. That's the yes. first thing, right? Yes. I can't believe I decided because I had sworn off running for life. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm going to do this because it was a that. great way to get myself back to training just to get myself in the gym on a regular basis again. So those little milestones are big. I mean, that's a big deal. And the one biggest thing for you, I think, Andrea, is don't compare. Yeah. This coming race mm-hmm. with the one that you did mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. ago again because you're a different person. I am, and but the, your you're, point you're the is, same person on the inside in a way, but you are different. I mean, physically, <laughs> I'm like and everything else. Five you years know older. I mean? Hey, exactly. <laughs> but but that but I really thought that was a good example of what you just said I because love we that. Yes. we have in our head this end goal, mm-hmm. and if we don't achieve it the way we thought we should in the time we thought we should, we feel like we failed. But the, that's not the point with this mindset change. The point is celebrate the decision to set the goal. Then celebrate the first step of achieving the goal. I mean, so, and, but yes. then we have to get away from the whole instant gratification thing. We, that's the mindset shift. And understand that things are going to come in the way yes. of what you've decided. And, and that's all built into all of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I think a lot of us don't understand when we make a goal. We think, okay, Smooth this is sailing my goal. all the way. Yeah, and that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I tell that all the time. I mean, every time I have um, a season to compete... I, I started off with the best of intentions in every way. Yes, this year I'm going to do this and that and the other. And then something happens. There's something with my family happens. Mm-hmm. Something at work happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's life. Mm-hmm. Life happens. And I tell that to my clients too. I say, hey, life is going to happen and you've got to work that in. And at the end of the day, if you are the best you taking into account all these other outside mm-hmm, influences mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and how you are coping and dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And that's all you can ask that's it. for. That's it. That's it. By the time, you know, I get on that stage when I do, mm-hmm. I am the best me that I could be with all, all those things, things that happened. Yes. Could I be better? Of course I could yeah. be better. With millions but, of dollars, a trainer, a cook, and someone who took care of <laughs> yes. my kids and drove me around and managed my business. And kept me in a bubble so I wouldn't get injured. And, right. and all I have to do is wake up and go to sleep. That's it. That's my exactly. only responsibility. Of course we could all be better. So, But that is part, I think, of the exciting journey. It is the unknown. Mm-hmm. And know that there's always going to be an unknown. That's why you prepare, you know, it's like the, the saying says, prepare for the worst, expect the exactly. best. Exactly. And you do that. Um, so so that's, that's, you know, a great thing. Those are the five steps there that I think are very important to attain any goal. One of the other things that you brought it up even right before we started the podcast as well um, are some of those limiting beliefs mm-hmm. that we put on ourselves. Yes. Um, I was mentioning to you that I was a journalist by trade. I started, you know, we, we started several companies back in Northern Ireland and mm-hmm. Scotland. Lived oh, she's there. a world traveler, everybody. I, I, I've got a they little bit They just got back from Argentina. <laughs> I mean, the best stories you ever wanted to hear. But, you know, five or six years into do specifically training and competing, and I've, like I said, I've, this is, I've competed for over 25 shows, and people started asking me, hey, why don't you start training people? Why don't you make a business out mm-hmm, of this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I don't know enough. I, you know, I, I, I've been in, in the business sort of for the past 25, 30 years in health and fitness in mm-hmm, one way or another, mm-hmm. but I, I just thought even to myself, well, 
I don't have formal training mm-hmm. in this. I I don't know enough about it. I I don't want to. Um, I, I'm just scared that w- what if I'm not successful? You know, mm-hmm. all those mm-hmm. kinds of thoughts, and that that's part that of that negative uh, tape we play. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And then I'd go to the gym and I'd see some trainers training other people and I think oh my gosh they're going to dislocate this person's shoulder or mm. they're, they're going to hurt their back or just because and I realized then how much I actually Didn't did know. know even though I don't think I know enough mm-hmm. to go out there so these were some of the things that I had to wrestle with mm-hmm. and toy with myself that's good because that's all part of the mindset too we do play it a is. negative tape and so we have to replace that tape and again, I mean, I know I like beat mm-hmm. it with the stick, but I do believe that when we really understand our true value, yes, if we know who we really are, and it takes time, you have to take some time to figure it out. It doesn't happen overnight, but really understanding what you're good at and what you could do with your, I call it your passion. And I say, yeah. your passion is the thing you can do with your eyes closed, your hands tied behind mm-hmm. your back out of a deep sleep and you Love do that. it for free if you yeah. wanted to do it for free. Yeah. That's what I That's consider to be your passion. But if you if you know what that thing is, then you can you can really even when the negative tape plays, mm-hmm. if you are solid in that, you can find your place again. Totally agree. You can yes. find your place again. Even when, because the comparison thing is going to happen. I don't care who you are. If you're human breathing, you're going to compare yourself to someone else. But I am a true believer that nobody compares to me. If you factor into the the equation, my passion. Because nobody has my passion. Nobody has the passion that I have for what I do the way I have it. That is completely unique to me. That is my own fingerprint for my business. And so... If you have that mindset or you begin to get that mindset, I really believe that the steps that you just gave us to achieving our goals and the whole idea of this limited this limited belief system that we play, we can minimize those things and we can achieve our goals, I believe, if we can really just adjust that mindset in understanding our value. Do you agree That's, with that? I agree 100%. A couple of things on that, you know, initially when it comes to those limiting beliefs you know our belief system is formed very early on very early and from some of the people who love us the most our influences our our parents we are the sum of our experiences and influences definitely Mm -hmm. i mean how many times here's the example of you know you have the the toddler in a room playing with this little gorgeous thing that's all furry and has eight legs and the little one is playing and mama comes into the room and goes and just smacks it out and from that day forward that child is afraid of spiders yes and now what mom did was of course she was trying to protect her little Mm -hmm, one mm -hmm. but from that day forward Mm -hmm. there is a belief that Mm -hmm. spiders are dangerous, spiders mm-hmm. are not good. Mm-hmm. You know, how many other things? So I think all of us need to reevaluate as adults, say, wait a second, what those beliefs that I Where had Where did that before, come from? Well, and do they still serve me? Mm-hmm. Or have they outdone mm-hmm. their service? Mm-hmm. And should I start finding a new set of beliefs? Yes. Yeah. 
and what works for me and what I want to achieve. Absolutely. We're on the same We are. We are. Now, another thing that, that you brought up about following, you know, those steps, attaining your goal, another thing with your passion is finding who your audience is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is so important. Yes. So I know that, for example, for myself, when I look, there, there are a lot of trainers out there. There are a lot of um, great people who can help, who still help me. Because mm-hmm. I, I need a trainer myself as well. Because right. I need somebody that can take hold me you to accountable. another. Hold you accountable. Hold me accountable, take me to another level. But I see so many times these young 20, 30-year-olds training 50, 60-year-olds yeah, and expecting them to do what they do right. and not understanding that, you know what, we do get injuries. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm 53, like I said, and right now. no matter now, how healthy we are, our body just changes. And because we can adapt, it's going to somebody for something like that who can help you specifically, who understands, oh, shoulder injuries, yeah, knee injuries, definitely. Um, allergies, you mm-hmm. know, food, things, all of that. Mm-hmm. So once again, in any business that you're at, it's finding somebody who can help you. And as a business owner, mm-hmm. finding that niche where mm-hmm. you think you can, can be. serve your, your value is serviceable. And that's part of your brand. That is. It's so funny. I had a meeting with a client this morning, and I just went through this with her. I thought we were <laughs> going to be working on just the personal brand development, okay. but it turns out we have to develop an entire brand. Uh-huh. And so I told her, I was like, okay, if your business were a person, who would she be? And I gave her a name. I said, Interesting. Vanessa. So who is Vanessa? Tell me who she is. So we went through that. And then I said, okay, now, who is it that Vanessa wants to help? Who does she feel her value will serve the best? And we gave that person's name, Claire. So now when I'm talking to her, because yeah. I, I think that it's really the whole branding thing is a conversation. And if you look at it as a conversation between two people, the business, whoever he or she is, and the customer, whoever he or she is, it makes the conversation easier because you're talking to one person opposed to trying to figure out the whole group. If you give that person the characteristics of the group, then you're going to hit the people in the group. That's just kind of how I'm looking at it. And so we had this whole conversation about... I was like, okay, who is Vanessa? Like, Let's talk about Vanessa. And we got Vanessa out of the way. And I was like, now I need you to go and I need you to have a conversation with yourself, you and Vanessa, because the, her personal brand yeah. is Vanessa and she are the same because mm-hmm. Vanessa has her qualities, right? So I said, I need you to determine who your niche is. Claire. Who is Claire? Figure out Claire. And let's come back and talk about Claire. Because from there, yes. you can then develop the content around it, the conversations, mm-hmm. the images, and all these different things. And all the messaging. And all the messaging it. that goes with it. So we, we, we developed this. So we were just worked on this this morning. So you're absolutely, absolutely right. Because you've got to figure out who these yeah. people are so you can figure out who you're going to serve. And in today's day and age, how can you express that or how can people look at you and um, and identify exactly. with you? And that happens, you know, nowadays, well, social media, oh my goodness, you know, with, with your branding there, but also, you know, looking at, at the visuals that accompany that, exactly. looking at that, that voice and what you want to I have to a whole course across. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's important to use, that's why I think authenticity is so important. My husband, he'll say, you know, if I say, do you still, you know, do you still love me? Do you still love me like you did when we first met? And he's like, you are the exact same person. Like, not in a negative way. Like, I didn't right, grow. Right, I grew. Right. But personality-wise, I am the same person. So what I pride myself in 
is whether you see me today or you see me six years from now, this is the same Andrea that you'll get. And so we definitely evolve, but you do. But when you when you begin to walk, I say live your value, love yourself enough to be yourself so that you can lead with intention and purpose. So when you do that, all of these things that we just talked about in terms of the mindset change Mm -hmm. and the goal setting and the limiting beliefs, when you live your value, love yourself enough to be yourself, we're flawed people, right? We're just, accept it, we're flawed people, but love whoever that flawed person is and be that person. Then you can go out and lead. You can build a community of customers. You can be the friend. You can be the good wife. Mm-hmm. You can be the good sister. Because now you're just being yourself. And you're attracting the people who like that person. You know, that's a, a very, very good point that you make. And bring it back. It, it's interesting. I am... Um, when I was in Argentina over the past uh, three weeks. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I, she no, no, went no, no, to Argentina. The, it, it has to do with what we were talking. <laughs> yes, I was, but because I lived there, and I hadn't been there in over 17 years. But one of my really close friends, she travels the world uh, doing her, – her father was a very famous um, diabetes um, mm. Doctor who gave conferences nice. and and, and and he passed unfortunately about four years ago. So she took over okay. part of his practice, and we were talking about time and about things and about you know health and fitness and mm-hmm. career and everything mm-hmm. else. And she said, you know, I realize that when people ask me uh, if they can you know for for more time as patients or whatever. I don't put any me time at all mm-hmm. into my schedule. So when I look at my schedule book, I may have had an hour blocked off for a gym, but I don't see that as part of my schedule. Mm-hmm. I see that so as free time mm-hmm. that I can give to mm-hmm. patients mm-hmm. and they can fill that spot. Mm-hmm. Just had this conversation literally two days ago, and I said, Maria Lidia, you can't do that. That one hour that's part of your schedule. Mm-hmm. That's part of your business schedule. Yes. Because if you're not healthy, if you're not well, yes. you will not be able to help Serve. them. Yes, that's the truth. And that's part of you know what you were mentioning mm-hmm. there as well. So even when it comes to the branding, even when it comes to creating all of this, you have to take into account what what makes you happy exactly. too? What makes you balanced? Exactly. Both in the amount of time and effort that you're putting into others, but then what do you need for yourself? And set those boundaries. Yes. Have them. This is what I need. I'm telling you, I am a Saturday morning. Don't mess with me Saturday morning. Oh, wow. When I wake <laughs> up in the morning, I want my 930 to at least 1030. I think whenever Pioneer Woman goes off. <laughs> On the TV Food Network, that is my show. Okay. Just, I'm going to sit yes. in bed, I'm going to drink my coffee, and I'm going to watch it. And after that, anything's up. But before that, that's my time. Sundays, don't call me and ask me to go anywhere, do anything. I go to church, I come home, period. But you see, you've got something great because it sounds like you can say no. I can that, say that no. That is one of the things I need to work on. I'm telling you, when you really, and oh, I know It is so who, hard, and I'm sure everybody out there, too. You know, I'm my telling, husband said, I'm going to divorce you if you say <laughs> yes to so one, one more thing. More thing you know? and, and what is the saying that if you want to get have something done, find the busiest person you know and ask them <laughs> to, to do, do it? it. <laughs> I'm telling you, but I had to get there. But that And that's yeah. part of what I teach, too. I feel like mm-hmm. knowing... Where so we we talked about 
influences and like family members yes. and just people who influence who you are. Mm-hmm. That plays a huge role into your ability to make Noah complete sentence. Because I think as we get we we are growing up, we have people who make us feel we can't say no or we have people who make us feel obligated right. or and it just becomes a part of us. And then we become adults who do the same thing. We have a hard time saying no. We mm-hmm. feel obligated. We feel like we have to do these things. And what I've learned is when I realized who I was, okay, these are the things that I like. Mm-hmm. These are the things that I don't like. These are the things that I'm willing to budge on. Yeah. These are the things that are non-negotiables. I figured that stuff out. I mean, it's a work in progress, but I figured it out. Now I can easily say no. And I can you wait. You took time you, I did. to figure out I did. what those things were. I did. And, and I think it's so important, especially nowadays when we live in a... Even for everybody, but even more so, I think, for females where... We have to be the super mom, mm-hmm. the super wife, mm-hmm. the, the super career person, the, mm-hmm. the, the super athlete. You know, it's it's all about that. And yet I, I've seen it now in the next generation. What kind of examples are we giving our kids mm-hmm. in a way to follow? Oh, my, my gosh, I'll, I'll never be able to fill those mm-hmm. those footsteps. Mm-hmm. So that's creating. So we, we've got to look at it from, from all different angles. That's true. Although um, I and that's tell another my, topic. Yeah, that's a whole other show. <laughs> Although I do tell my husband, I am not every woman. Okay, so you know that song, "I'm yes, Every Woman." I yes, am not good for every you. woman. I will do what I can, and the rest will have to pay somebody. I will never <laughs> forget something that I live by. Uh, when I was a kid, I loved Black Beauty. The oh, the the, the the horse, the horse. Yes. yeah. And um, there's something that it was Squire Gordon who basically took Black Beauty after he'd been, you know, poor thing, had gone through all sorts mm-hmm. of different owners mm-hmm. and things, and he had built him back up. And one thing he told Black Beauty was, do your best and leave the rest. Mm. I remember as a child reading that. Do your that best and leave with the me. rest. And I use that for everything in my life. It's about doing my best at whatever but leaving the rest. There's only so much that I can do, and then we'll leave the rest because that I love out. that, and it, that that could be the end of the podcast right there because that's <laughs> a great ending. But before we go, I think we've really talked this idea of mindset shift mm-hmm. and really, I think we've done a really good job, and I can't wait to go back and review this and edit it because I'm all kinds of points I've that's just awesome. heard. But before we go, I happen to know that your husband and you do a Facebook Live weekly, and we I want to know do. what other things you do. So tell everybody where we they do, can find you, know, you and what you do. For the past couple of years on our It's CA clinic acupuncture and chiropractic and I'll have a link we have been doing a Facebook live it's a 30 minute we we deal with the nutrition and exercise and a mindset type of topic Mm -hmm, or condition mm -hmm. interestingly enough as of 2019 we have decided to have now our YouTube channel yes so instead of because we figure you know 30 minutes is a long time and a lot of times people can't listen as Mm -hmm, much mm -hmm. so we're going to do five to ten minute Nutrition, mm-hmm. um, mindset, exercise yes. tips specifically, and then instead of doing our thirty-minute podcast, we're going to do these on our YouTube channel, which I think is, I think it's Dr. Greg and Monica. But okay. I will let you know exactly because this happened while we were away, actually putting it together, and then we will bring some of those 
onto our Facebook page, which is at CA Acupuncture and Chiropractic. Awesome. So I'll have you on my YouTube channel, Read the Brand TV, and we'll talk about some more stuff with Dr. Greg. And then we can can cross promote. That would be awesome. And and one of the things, I I just want to say, you know, I I do, I'm, I'm not... When I talk about being a personal trainer, I don't go with you to personal train you because right. I think that it is important for people to take ownership uh-huh. and do on their own. Okay. But for those who are interested, and I don't just train competitors, <laughs> i much rather train those people who just want to get fitter and healthier mm-hmm. and take a look at what their lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of, I will give you a meal plan. I will give you an, an exercise plan mm-hmm. on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it's a month to month. And then, and I will go to the gym with you to show you what to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then once you've been shown, it is up to you to do it. And we have weekly, you know, back and forth. Yeah. And so there is that accountability support. support. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, cause I, I always feel, you know, it's, be fit, look fab, live large at any age and from anywhere. That's I love happening. it. All right, guys. All of our information will be in the description below this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this show today. I know I did. I learned a lot. I really appreciate you for being here, Thank Monica. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Absolutely. And again, all of the stuff that we mentioned will be in the description below along with the the links to her Facebook uh, live information and, and her website and everything you need to reach her. Um, And uh, I want you guys to enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you again for listening to PBN Style, where you find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in building your brand. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website, where all the deliciousness really happens, at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.